This is the Alabama Law Enforcement Alliance for Peer Support Podcast. Our goal in this podcast is to provide you with information, whether you are a law enforcement officer or first responder, to help you deal with your everyday stressors. Welcome, everyone, to the Owl Leaps podcast. With us today, we've got Tim Falk, clinical director of Owl Leaps, Keith Frith, our host, and our special guest, Will Glover, is back with us, a captain with the Dothan Police Department. Thank you for being with us, Will. And Tim, if you can start us off today, we're talking about, again, coping with trauma and the holidays. Thank you, Keith. Will, thank you again for being with us. You know, there's three areas I'd, I'd like to, uh, Will and I kind of get a discussion with. Um, one is the anxiety around the holidays. Uh, two is the, the impact of large crowds. And then three, the coping skills that a lot of first responders are using, which is increased in alcoholic consumption. Now, the first one's anxiety, and I was telling you earlier, I never forget it. Uh, one of my most memorable New Year's Eve was about twelve, about 11.58, getting shot at with automatic weapon fire during the holiday season. I mean, this is New Year's Eve. And I think uh, one of the things I want you to look at from not only your perspective as captain uh, and supervising a lot of guys, but the impact anxiety has on the typical law enforcement officer, they may be riding around, and this is Christmas Eve, okay, uh, and listening to this podcast, kind of the impact that has on you as far as anxiety. We know there's an increase in crime. So just the impact anxiety has on the street cop that's out there. Your anxiety does become higher during the holiday seasons and there's several different factors for that uh most most officers well we all know we don't get paid enough money so a lot of officers will work every overtime job they can get their hands on just trying to make sure that they have enough money to cover their christmas stuff and for their kids and so you're already not at home more probably than you were before and it's uh, proven that crime does increase during the holiday season so um, there are many times where officers are come across situations that are, are more dangerous than normal. If I, I hate to say normal, but can, officers can get hurt at any time. But um, definitely your anxiety is much higher through the holidays, and you are away from your families, and your families are missing you, and you're missing your family. So it, it does make it a little tough. I, th- I think when you start looking at that, then one of the common traits that – most first responders exhibit nearly on a daily basis is we do not like large crowds. Uh, number one, we can't keep our eye on everybody. Okay, and when you look at the anxiety of, of working those 12, 14 hour shifts, then maybe a, a four hour shift. You look at sixteen, eighteen hour days for a couple of days, and then the the spouse says, "Hey, look, let's go to the mall or let's go to Walmart and do some Christmas shopping." Address that. How did? your wife respond to that how'd your family respond to that and have you been able to cope with it because i think there are a lot of guys out here and a lot of gals as well that experience just that and most of the time our spouses don't understand the impact just being in large crowds have on us sure i i respond by not going <laughs> um but it, my family has a uh, for years and years a, a tradition of of black friday shopping um and that has morphed into Thursday afternoon after your Thanksgiving dinner shopping and you know the my wife and uh, my daughters that are grown now will you know they'll strike out as soon as Thursday afternoon we're watching football or getting ready to go hunting or whatever they 
they strike out to go do the Black Friday shoppings, and, and then they'll stay out all night and sometimes all day Friday. I don't understand that, but that's what they enjoy doing. But it, <sighs> we in law enforcement don't like large crowds, and we, uh, as you said, we can't keep our eyes on everybody, and and so and at the same time, you you couple that with the fact that we don't really like our spouses to be out there with no protection um so some of us i'm sure do want to be there with them and uh but like i said me personally i just stay at the house but um again it's more anxiety it's more you're worried about your wife being out there like i said already the crime does does go up for these times so it is hard i think when you put those two together the anxiety of just everything that's happening then the fact that we don't want to be in crowds I think number three, if I want us to talk about a few moments, is this, is when you put those two together, the typical cop that I know, uh, it is refreshing that we have the anxiety. We send all the family out shopping so that we can talk with J.D. for a while. And what I have noticed is this, is it seems like during this time of year, number one, we know there's an increase in depression. And a lot of the ways, not only cops, but society in general have dealt with the anxiety is through JD therapy. Okay. And that only leads to even further problems down the road. Uh, and, and so I think one of the things I, I want to kind of get your thoughts on is, you know, that that's that tendency out there. And, you know, I think that a lot of, a lot of guys and a lot of gals as well have an ulterior motive of not going because of the crowds of the anxiety so they can stay home and get, to the point they don't need to be, and then when the wife or the the spouse, the husband, whoever comes home, what I have seen in my 35 years sitting in an office is there's a tendency then for arguments, domestic violence to increase during this time of the year, not only in, in general society but in law enforcement as well. Yes, and I was I was going to say that is is we we see the same things in both, but you know while we're on duty during the holidays we are dispatched to more calls of domestic violence and nine times out of ten probably is alcohol involved. Um, and we actually joke that, you know, people have to get drunk to be able to put around, to be around their family for an extended period of time. Um, but then what happens is we get off shift or we get off work and we end up doing the same thing. Um, so, yeah, there is a tendency to turn to alcohol and, uh, you know, all the alcohol does is just amplify the problem, um, whether it be depression or whether it be um, anxiety for the holidays or whatever. It just ends up making it worse. Thank you. Will, I tell you, it's, it's great to hear uh, you sharing on these things. That's one of the reasons this podcast is available for our listeners those officers, first responders uh, who are out in the community dealing with these stressors. I hope they take advantage of not only this podcast, but get more involved in peer support. So needed. And you can listen to the peer support broadcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam. It's Al Leaps on those. And then also on Facebook, it's Alabama Law Enforcement Alliance for Peer Support. Make sure that you're passing the word, sharing these things with other peers so that they can take advantage 
of the opportunities available through peer support. We also have an annual conference coming up on February 8th and 9th, and we have a meal that's available for police officers, first responders, on the Monday evening there at 2727 Fortner Street at 6 o'clock. All expenses paid. Just come and enjoy. We're going to grill out for uh, those officers that come with their families. And we have the conference all day Tuesday, uh, starting that morning for registration at 8 o'clock. Sure. Um, I made the conscious decision while I was still in the hospital from recovering from my injuries um, that I wanted to be involved. And it was because one of the peer support personnel had come by and met with me. Um, and it was at the very end, right before I was released to rehab. But I talked to my wife about it and I told her that I really wanted to get involved in this organization. And, and I think her eyes were open to an extent too, because for the first time and maybe the whole time, the 20 years we've been together is she saw what a brotherhood that this was just by the outpouring of support and the, the number of people that were in and out of the hospital every day, checking on me, checking on her, making sure that there was always food, snacks there, whatever we needed. Um, so she, she supported it 110%. Um, but I made the conscious decision that I wanted to be more involved and I wanted to really help take this to the next level for for everybody. Um, so I began talking with Dr. Falk, uh, talking with Lieutenant Carpenter. And uh, my first step was to schedule myself to become certified as a peer support instructor or a certified member and uh, took the class. Just offered to everybody for free. And uh, that was the first thing I did. Very good. Tim? Yeah, I, I want to try to close this, uh, our segment up on holidays. He's kind of talking about the hassles of the holidays. You know, we've talked about uh, the stressors of anxiety. We've talked about um, crowds. And we've talked about the increase in alcoholic consumption. And some of the coping skills that I want to talk about is this. Number one is this, is uh, I was watching the Masters um Tournament, and I got amazed because they were talking about the breathing exercises that these golfers were using. And I thought, you know, that's kind of weird. <laughs> golfers can talk about it, but if we talk about it in law enforcement and the importance of, of using breathing techniques, something must be wrong with us. But I know uh, Will's been to the range on, on many, many occasions, his 20-plus years. I have as well. And one of the things that happens when we're on the range is we talk about breathing. Well, I've always said if, if breathing works on the range and it works on the golf course, it would just seem to me, a simple little guy like me, that'd probably work in the living room of life. That those times when I, I get that anxiety or those crowds that I could implement these breathing techniques, and again, you can find that on our web, our web page, that would really help calm it down. Okay, And we've got about four different ones on there. The one I would really talk about is the tactical breathing part, and you'll see it to where you breathe in through your nose, inflate your stomach out, and blow out. Um, that's kind of the one that I'd really use for ta tactical breathing. That's what the golfers use. That's what the football players use. We use it on the range. They use it on sniper school. It'll work there. It'll work in the living room of life. The, the second thing is this, is be aware of what you're consuming. 
Okay, uh, the tendencies are is this: uh, we've talked about an increase in alcoholic consumption. Don't, don't overeat too much too either. Okay, uh, especially if you're working. Okay, and uh, you know the, the tendency during the holiday seasons to, to to overindulge in every area. I'd, I'd encourage you to do moderation. And and the third thing is this: is realize the holidays are special for your family. Okay, um, it's special for you. Don't get so caught up in your occupation that you forget what your real role is. You, you addressed it earlier. Your role was a husband. Your role is a father and a grandfather. The fourth role is a, is, is a cop. And we get that all mixed up. And so during this time, I would really challenge all our listeners is to take some time to spend with your family. Really spend time with them. Take your gun belt off. Be real. Spend some time with them and enjoy this holiday season. Again, uh, you can find our number. Uh, if you need peer support, call us. You can find it on our website. And you can also find it on our Facebook page. And Keith, I'll turn it over to you and let you close us out, bro. Our special guest next month will be Sheriff Whitcomb. He's from New York, and he'll be with us in January. And hope you'll be listening for that podcast. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you for listening. For more information and resources, visit our website, alleaps.org. If you have any questions or want to suggest a topic for a future episode, email us at alleapspodcast at gmail.com. That's A-L-L-E-A-P-S podcast at gmail.com. The Alleaps Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Facebook.